0: we to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here tonight to discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All things Marvel Cinematic Universe, but specifically, tonight, we're going to be discussing 2012's Avengers. Marvel's The Avengers. That's correct. Because um, we don't want to confuse it with anything else. Oh yeah, Even the, though the other said Avengers. The year. Uh, <laughs> I think I said 2012, come on. Yeah, you said the year. We, just, we still don't want to but confuse you just had with to that correct me. Uma Thurman thing. I, I don't mind getting confused with Uma Thurman. Yeah, but that one was just <laughs> bad. <laughs> Oh, man. How's it going tonight, Jeff? It's going. You know, I'm I'm a little concerned. Why are you that, concerned? Uh, we didn't get through anything that we committed to. Yeah, we, we thought... We should not make commitments on the air. No, no. We, we thought we were going to make it through. through we got real close. We got real close. As busy as I've been, I'm I'm kind of okay with it that we got real close. And we made it through all of Phase 1 before... Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. starts. So, we apologize. We have not gotten to Iron Man 3 or Thor The Dark World yet. Two movies away from having... All the movies covered. Discussed every movie. Um, Which, it'll be nice. There'll be a couple of holes here and there during Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll just throw in one of those movies then. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Unless something else big going on, but... It'll, it'll, it'll Guess nice. what else big is going on? Well during that time frame Jessica Jones Jessica Jones Bitches. which the first trailer dropped the first teaser rather dropped like last week yeah and it confirms that it's coming out November 20th November 20th is when all 13 episodes are going to be available for download. We just rewatched that, and I had not noticed something on the first watch. There is very clearly a voice, a disembodied voice. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's basically just like colors. It's actually kind of a lame teaser, Uh, but it's just it excites me. It shows street signs and colors. It looks like you're going through. the Doctor Who time stream, which is appropriate <laughs> because uh, while, while it's zooming around these colors, you hear a voice go, Jessica. And I'm not sure. I'm not 100%, but it sounded a lot like David Tennant's voice yes, to me. Yes, it did. And we know that David Tennant is playing uh, one of her nemesis. Kilgrave. Um, Kilgrave the Purple Man, in the show. So it's funny that he's the Purple Man. You hear him, and the main color that they're going around with is purple. Huh? That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of purples and pinks, sort of. Yeah. in the in the graphics. So if you haven't seen that yet, just uh, it's on our Facebook page, uh, or just search Jessica Jones teaser trailer. Uh, it's pretty rad. Um, yeah. not not much not much substance to it. Uh, you basically just hear Jessica's name. It just names. excites you. Yeah, like it's a just, lot. <laughs> I wonder if we'll get an actual trailer. Probably. I would think so. I mean, a lot Surely. of stuff came out before Daredevil came out, and we still have two months before it comes out. Yeah, I guess Just that's true. Just under two months. I guess that's true. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking we had one, and but yeah, you're right. We still have two months. So, Cool. I was just like, so it's, only, it's gonna, almost October. That's going to hit right, right in the middle of the first half of season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that's just going to wreck everything we have to do. <laughs> no, man. We've got plenty. We'll, we'll we'll get you guys. This is something we can guarantee. We are going to do an episode, on just like we did for Daredevil, on every episode of Jessica Jones. Yeah, so, but I'm saying, like you guys I'm not going to have any spare time at all. Yeah? Well, yeah. I'm going to have spare time to do the cast, but like past that, Oh yeah. I'm going to be a ghost. Oh yeah. Our life is going to be the cast for a few weeks, just like when daredevil. And I enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) It was the best. It gave
0: me, you know, (laughs) my girlfriend, your wife, they're like, stop. Uh, You know, (laughs) this is not either of our, our respective, uh, a uh, significant other's voices, uh, but they're like, "Stop wasting all your time watching Marvel TV," and we're like, "We have to for the cast." For the cast, it's like you know your your significant other might judge you for uh for uh just sitting down for twenty hours and watching a show, but they can't because it's for the cast. <laughs> Thirteen hours, right? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna throw chocolate at her. <laughs> just, just little like Hershey kisses every now and again. I'll just be like, I'm gonna kiss you, and then throw a kiss at her, and then she'll eat that and be happy for a little bit. And when she starts to grumble again, I'll just chuck another one at her. <laughs> Speaking of Jessica Jones, uh, Jeff Loeb says they're saying the they're saving the biggest announcements about Jeff, Jessica Jones for New York Comic Con. Yeah, they're gonna be there October. Uh, eighth through the eleventh for all of like Marvel everything, but Jessica Jones specifically, the whole cast is going to be there on the tenth. And I, I, I bet that's where we will get a, a full trailer, which will probably immediately yeah, go out to the. But to he the did say that uh, he did say that the stuff that that's shown at NYCC is. Only going to be seen at NYCC. Well, he said there will be be. some that will only be the only place you can see it in the world. Yeah, Um, but I I bet we'll get. I bet we'll get a trailer. We have to (laughs) go. (laughs) Uh, I think we're we're too far from New York, man. We have to go. I mean, I'm down. It's what the the tenth. Yeah, Uh, I have a gig. Why do you have a gig? They they pay me to do things. God,
1: Charles, I know you're listening. Let's go.
0: <laughs> so he, let's you and me go. Let's let's break in on a panel and just like discuss things. Yeah. Just start discussing. <laughs> you won't get kicked out. You're like what we're here for no. discussing. Like as long as you're sitting in front of a microphone, you're legit. <laughs> this I, I think this is a really funny story. Uh the Sebastian Stan and uh Zack Snyder uh quibbles. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> Zack Snyder is uh, choice word or two, and Sebastian Stan fires back some biting comments at him. Yeah, well, tell us what those comments were, well, in case anyone else hasn't been following it. Uh, a while ago, a couple or I guess a couple of weeks ago, Steven Spielberg had mentioned that he feels that superhero movies are going to go, quote-unquote, the way of the Western, and... Which is a theory a lot of people have, but by the way, Westerns were popular, popular movies for... A long time. Like, a good while. And not just movies, but, like, yes, they were, like, the little dime store novels, and then they turned into the movies, and they were that for, like, 30 or 40 years of cinema. So, yeah, sure, like, the superhero thing might <laughs> it might phase further. out in yeah. a couple of decades. Yeah, and we still get Westerns. It's not like there's never going to, even if it does eventually go the way of the Western, we're still going to get them. It's just going to be, you know... Oscar-worthy, really awesome ones every every, like a (laughs) a couple year instead of, you know. But I'm pretty happy with the current state of status quo with really good movies, uh, fifteen of them a year or whatever we're getting. (laughs) (laughs) If it's just Marvel, then it's going to be three a year for a little bit, and I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna give money to DC for a little bit. Oh, I'm totally going to see Batman or Superman. It's uh, it's I'll catch it on a shaky cam. Video. Oh really? No, No, that's not. Don't don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. I know. I know. I'll go to we're, the really cheap like Tuesday viewing. At we're in that the edge <laughs> theater over there. We're in the middle of discussing uh, uh, the people biting back and forth. Zack Snyder saying bad things about Marvel. Uh, Sebastian Stan striking back. But you know, I hope they're great. I love DC. I love the comics. I grew up on them, but they've not made good movies. They've not. This could well, be a good movie. They haven't movie. made good movies since Tim Burton. Even those, like I'm not, they, they were great for their time. Yeah. I love those. I loved those movies growing up. I still love those but movies. But looking back at the, they're, they're, they're not okay, the, the quality The Danny DeVito, of, DeVito bit was really goofy. Like Batman Returns was really goofy, but the first one was, I think it's still fantastic. It, it's a good movie, especially for its time. Yeah. But looking back at it, it's pretty goofy. <laughs> Okay, it's pretty goofy. Prince, What's that the Prince thing, I loved it. <laughs> Again, I loved it growing up, and I still like have an affection for it. But it's it's really a weird movie. The okay. Bat Dance. There's a there's a That's what the, the Prince song that they play that the Joker's men are carrying around on boomboxes. Oh yeah, It's called the Bat Dance, <laughs> and there were like all these like. Yep weird i just remember like late night talk shows and like prince singing on them and like people in batman masks on stage it was super i don't know super super goofy man <laughs> super goofy i think you just have a, a skewed memory of it i wasn't old enough for all of that to be oh happy. yeah <laughs> I forget you're younger than me um yeah i remember it well um but uh, but but I lo- I would love to see, and those were great for their time. And if it weren't for those movies, we wouldn't have what we have with Marvel now. Yeah. Because those led to the the comic movie being viable again, um, and then eventually led to Marvel. And but Iron Man changed the game, and since then, they have not caught up. DC has not done anything as good as Marvel since Iron Man. I don't yeah. I don't believe. No, no. Uh, Dark I mean- Knight, Dark Knight withstanding, maybe. Um, some of the acting in Dark Knight is amazing none of us will content, will fight that but the movie isn't that great I, yeah. I don't think the movie is that great Yeah, and I don't care about Batman and that's a problem I'm watching the movie <laughs> called Dark Knight and I don't care about Batman at it's, all yeah well it's gravelly voice will make you not care about anybody <laughs> well that's just mean to people with gravelly voices there's lovable people with gravelly voices out there yeah there are but not Christian Bale no that's a very bad effective voice. Anyway, you were saying so Zack Snyder responded <laughs> so to the Zack Snyder comments. agreed with Steven Spielberg, saying basically, yes, I feel that they're gonna go the way of the Western, except for Batman and Superman are iconic characters and they're part of, you know, the classic Americana, and they're not gonna get old. People aren't gonna get old or get um, tired of tired of Batman and Superman. Basically, just saying like, yeah, their Marvel stuff is going to go the way of the Western, but but mine are good. Yeah, and Um that's I think that's lame. wishful thinking. Yeah, uh, sure, and I think he might have been right ten years ago. Yeah, uh, maybe. because Batman and Superman were way more iconic than anything Marvel had done in the films, and well, so comic more than book characters, than Marvel Studios had been in the films because like. X-Men were still really big. Spider-Man was still True. really big. Sorry, sorry. I guess I'm maybe more than 10, maybe 20 years is what I was... Okay, yeah. Like, when, when those Tim Burton times... Before like, MCU. B- before MCU and before... Um, the X-Men films? Before the X-Men films, which led to the Spider-Man films, right? Yeah. X-Men were yeah. first. Before the X-Men films, I think that was... He's, his statements are probably... Uh, would have been accurate at one point. But I'm sorry. Captain America and Iron Man... I think and we'll see it in the box office, but I think they are as big a news now as Batman and Superman are. They haven't yep. been as long-standing in the consciousness of the public. Obviously, True. they've been around in the comics for a long time, but they they're not as even that, they're not as long-standing, but they are as big as Batman and Superman are right now, yep. I believe. Oh yeah. Better they've just made better movies. Yep, yep, yep. And Sebastian Stan Um, who plays Winter Soldier in MCU? Um, In an interview, he said, "I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, do I want to fire some shots at DC right now?" At Zack Snyder, like I read some of those comments where he said something about Batman and Superman. I can't remember where I read that somewhere. Something about it's not going to be your flavor of the week, Ant Man. Oh yeah, which we didn't even say, but that's what Zack Snyder said. Yeah, Uh, he said. My stories are mythic, not like the flavor of the week, Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Rude. continues, rude Snyder, just very uncouth. Or <laughs> <laughs> and he continues, and I was like, oh, thanks, Zach. That's great way to do something original. But I would say we're still making something very original in our own, or, or in our own way. I mean, the Russos are coming in and taking something people are used to, and they're shaping it up and changing it in a very different way. They're not trying to mi- to mimic a better Christopher Nolan movie or something like that. <laughs> that's, a pretty, uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty that's pretty uncouth thing it's to pretty say. Pretty scathing, too. but he is uh, he's definitely in, it's in response. He's so. not wrong. <laughs> I think I hope he's wrong. I really hope well, that see, like, Batman versus Superman. Zack will, Snyder will, did Man of Steel. Oh yeah, and it's like he was trying to remake Dark Knight and just failed uh yeah um yeah maybe maybe i i I don't don't know if i I don't know if i agree with that i I guess i was thinking he was talking about him trying to currently make a batman movie maybe i thought that's where he was going what he was pointing out um, but I, I, I hope he's wrong. I hope these new movies are are great. I really do hope Batman vs. Superman is awesome. And it would be great if DC and Marvel... I would love for DC to take the game to another level since Avengers took it to a whole other level. I'd love for Batman vs. Superman to be better than the Avengers was. Um, and then for Marvel to have to come back and be better than them. You know, We want these studios both making that good movies. Yeah. Uh, but right now, sorry, they haven't done it. <laughs> They haven't done it yet. We'll see. We'll see in uh, December, I think, Batman vs. Superman. No, March. No. Something like that. It's like March or April. March. March 25th, 2016. March 25th, 2016. Cool. All right. Uh, so I see that the description is up for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 3 premiere for the first two episodes. We want to discuss those. I guess give a slight spoiler alert. These are descriptions of the episodes that we're going to be seeing And uh, starting next week. By the way, that's the other big news. Agent Shield comes back next week. Next week. Next week. Holy crap. We're going to have content to talk about. Fresh New, content. Fresh content. That's. I, I'm sorry, but I, I love doing the cast. I've really enjoyed watching these movies again. Yeah. but like, no, there's nothing like the fresh content of being excited there's nothing like to know what's screaming coming next. into the mic something that nother, any other person doesn't know. Yeah, unless you've watched it. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, so episode synopses, so to speak. Episode one, hit us. Episode one, we got Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. returns for an action-packed third season on Tuesday, September 29th on the ABC Television Network with Woo-hoo! director Phil Coulson and agent Daisy Johnson, which I want to take a moment. They're not calling her Sky anymore. She's always just Daisy Johnson now. Yep. And they've said that they're, they've had trouble uh, when they're filming, uh, like, not calling her Sky. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's kind of... Uh, Kind of silly there. Anyway, Agent Daisy Johnson, leading the charge as S.H.I.E.L.D., searches the world for more powered people in the aftermath of their epic battle with Jia Ying and her army of inhumans. However, Coulson and the team soon find out that they are not the only group looking for these new inhumans. On the season premiere episode Laws of Nature, when Coulson and the team discover a new inhuman, Shield comes face to face with another organization searching for powered people, and still reeling from Simmons' dramatic disappearance, Fitz goes to extreme lengths to try to learn how to get her back. And then it continues with the whole like, Agents of Shield stars this person, okay. is this person, yeah, so, you know, all that. So that's uh, that's that's episode one. Yep. And episode uh, episode one, Laws of Nature, was written by Jed Whedon and Marissa Tomei and directed by Vincent Misiano. Who do you think this organization is, and do you think we'll know in the when this first episode comes out? Hmm, because I have my theory. I know who's leading it. Oh, really? Constant Zimmer. That's the actor, or yeah, the... that's the actress. Okay, she um, she's basically just the the Phil Coulson of that organization. Gotcha. Uh, I think it's like a secret government organization. I'm not sure. Yeah, I. I I don't think it's Hydra because we, we we did that last season. Too much Hydra. Uh, it little, would be too much. Hydra. A little too rather. much Hydra. We need a little break from Hydra. I think. Yeah. Uh, and they supposedly got like pretty much. Well, I say I want to say destroyed, but no. Uh, at the end, uh, good old Grant Ward. Grant Ward took up the took up the man. He became one of the heads. Yeah. Um. Well, I think. What do you think? That it is a government organization that is beginning the civil war they're starting to round up uh we're gonna we're gonna see this season go through an arc of this organization government organization trying to find and catalog powered people and capture or take into the whatever and then it's gonna lead up to civil war where we're gonna get find out that that organization is the organization that's being like headed up by tony stark and such Mm -hmm. or at least working with tony stark that's my thoughts. So. Oh man, what if it's no? That wouldn't do. That wouldn't be right. I was thinking, what if it's the fifty state initiative? But that's not. I don't know what that is. It's not a thing. comic book thing. Yeah, it's a comic book thing. <laughs> Sorry, cool. I got all these ideas. Something like that. Uh, but I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's something to that effect. Yeah, could be. Could also be uh, a, the Inhumans um, family disguised as a government organization collecting all the inhumans and bringing them back that's true that's yeah. true it's a very very valid point it could be it could just be inhuman as could be xia ying's people basically yeah so yeah absolutely. without her because she was a little bit cray yep she was cray cray and now she dead dead <laughs> <laughs> um now she dead dead <laughs> uh so uh the episode two what's the episode two synopsis Fitz and the team enlist the aid of an Asgardian to unlock the secrets of the ancient monolith that swallowed Simmons, and Agent May is at a crossroads in her personal and professional life. It's much shorter. But... I know you're excited. Yeah, boy! You like the Asgardians. I do like the Asgardians. And it's probably going to be Sif. I would think so. She keeps coming back. Oh yeah, I, I I think it'll probably be Sif, but it could be any other Asgardian. So yeah, what we'll if it's see- Heimdall? I, ooh. He's that's intense. That would be awesome. I love I love that actor, Idris love Elba. That. Yeah, yeah. Ed, Idris Elba. I just got done watching Luther. Oh, I still have that on my list of things to watch. Real good. It's real yeah. good. I want him to be the next James Bond. There's been a lot of talk about that. Yeah, on the I've, internet. I've heard I've heard a lot of online chatter about that. Um. Two things stand out to me about this. Obviously, the Asgardian, but secondly, they already know that Simmons was swallowed by the monolith, and they're trying to figure it out. Yeah, I kind of the way she disappeared at the end of season one, two. I was like, "What are they going?" No one was around. I thought they might be do like a thing like, "Where'd Simmons go?" <laughs> she must have left, and then like they find <laughs> out like they they look for her she'll or come back but they already know she's been swallowed yeah. by the monolith so that's pretty sweet i like i like story movement i don't like stagnation so that that gets me going well they uh they were saying i think she said elizabeth henstridge in an interview uh recently said that you find out what happens to her pretty quick yeah i remember us discussing that in yeah. the cast a few so weeks ago that Follows in line with what she was saying. See, it it does. But when we talked about that, it could have been that we find out, but they don't. Which is also not terribly interesting to me as a viewer. I don't really... It's when you know and they don't. You're like, come on! I've been watching Fear the Walking Dead. Do you watch this? I have not watched it yet. Fear the Walking Dead is a new Walking Dead spinoff in which they're going through the apocalypse and they're spending... Time on the actual collapse of society, like actually showing what happens and how it happens and how the yeah. society falls, uh, which I was super excited about. But a lot of what they're doing is like, and I've heard interviews with them talking about what's going to be interesting to the audience is these people don't know, you know, how to kill a zombie yet or how to blah, 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 blah. That's not interesting. That's not interesting to who is that interesting to? Like, it's definitely <laughs> tense. The first time, but like then you, after a couple times, you're just like, "Why don't you know what a zombie is? <laughs> Didn't you watch The Walking Dead? <laughs> haven't you any? Haven't you seen any Romero movies at <laughs> all? Which they'd have said that uh, Kirkman, I believe, has said that in their world, zombie lore does not exist. How? <laughs> uh. <laughs> So it's weird. It just I guess that's what only reason it makes sense that they don't know how to handle them. It's dumb. <laughs> I agree. It's just not that interesting to watch someone Free battle and try zombie. to figure out what to do with something you already know what they should do, you know? Yeah. Just, it's like how do you not know that a stake through the heart of a vampire is how to kill them? Like yeah. come on. Plus it's been covered. If you're if you're shooting something, it's not dying. You shoot it in the head, like I think that's just generally accepted. I don't even think like I don't think you have to like if you try a few times center mass and it's not going down, you just give it at least one good one in the head. Yeah, like, just to, just to find out. Just anybody out there, that's a good like. It's not like we go for the hand or the foot. Like the head is the next logical place. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's I, not just because really Shane mean, covered all of that really in that. that one random shooting with the uh, with the barn. I think that would be a great like Fear the Walking Dead uh, YouTube video, like a parody where they're like, "Shoot it, shoot it! It's not going down." Try the arm. How about the foot? Shooting off everything. Try that big toe. I just I'm out of ideas. Maybe if we separate its butt cheeks, Oh gosh. put some soap in there. No, that's still not working. I don't know. This got weird, man. <laughs> yeah. You took it a weird place, Jeff. That's how weird it can be, Matt. <laughs> See, that's going to be like the 10th episode of that web series when they're still trying to, you know, kill that one zombie. <laughs> All right. Find out what they do next time. Next, next piece of news <laughs> story. I know what. The- let's just move on. Let's, let's move on. When you start putting soap between zombie butt cheeks, I, I think we just have to move on. Like we well, our- gotta clean it, you know? <laughs> it's real dirty, real dirty. Oh, so Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> claims that Scarlet Witch will be a wild card in Civil War because we saw that um, the image. We saw that concept art come out with the teams mm-hmm. and, and she was she not was on either not one to be seen. We discussed this and it sounds like we were sort of right. She could be going back and forth. Uh, she could be as we, you know, she could just uh, go crazy out of know, guilt. We've talked about, I think we even discussed on the cast two weeks ago about how Spider-Man is that character who goes back and forth and has, who, who the, the, the audience sees through the eyes of Spider-Man in the, in the books. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man is probably not going to be in this enough to be that character but she could be. She could be that character. She could be the back and forth character. I yeah. Think that, could be, that could be neat. It could be. All right. Well, so, so there we, we go. Yeah. Daredevil? Daredevil news? Daredevil news season two. Uh, we're going to get Scott Glenn to come back as Stick in Daredevil season two. Yes. Which is pretty great. That was one of my favorite episodes. Totally great. With my, my, me it. too. It, it, was, it was a weird episode. It, like There were six episodes about this. Then that one was happened, then there's six more episodes about the other thing. Like it was just like this is a taste of what's to come, what where this show is going, and I really uh it being so mystical and interesting and I uh, man it just Well that just that continues the whole like we are getting into the mystical realm. So yeah. obviously his group is gonna come back, the um his group the Chaste, is gonna come into play. Yeah. We'll probably get stone again. Mm-hmm. It's just that's expanding on that more and more, especially with Doctor Strange coming out later that year. Yep, later next year, and And Iron Fist and and Luke Cage and so much to come. It's gonna be so great. and, uh, And this next piece of news is also Daredevil related, and I Drew Goddard is still involved with Daredevil season two. Yeah. That's awesome. His friends are the showrunners. You know, a couple of guys that were producing mm-hmm. and and helping out on season one. They're going to be the showrunners this time, but they're still going to him. He's still in an EP, and they're still going to him saying, Hey, help us out. And he comes in and talks to him, and then he's like, All right, you still need I my hope help. He'll, I hope he'll write an episode or two or something. And they're something. like, Nah. And he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Drew Goddard. Um, the, I've, I've said it many times but I, I, I love him ever since like the Angel days and this show with all the mystical stuff starting to sprinkle in starting to feel like Angel um, and uh, I don't know if anybody, there's any Angel fans out there but I'm a huge Buffy and Angel fan and uh, yeah just we love know. to see Drew love we to know. see Drew doing things you know um, he said that uh, his Sinister Six movie can still be a thing I heard that was just basically. like today Yeah, uh, he said that uh his Not just the idea of the movie, but his script could still work, is what mm-hmm. he was... He's like, I, I bet he did. Uh, he's like, hey guys, you know that script I wrote? I wasted a year and a half writing, and then you decided not to do any more Spider-Man movies? <laughs> you know you that could still be a thing, right? Yeah, you, you already paid me to write it. You could uh, produce it now. <laughs> you could still do that. That's still... Makes... Come on. Makes me so sad, because as much as I didn't care about... uh. Sony's Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen a Drew Goddard-led Sinister Six movie. That was the one thing that was exciting me about the whole thing. Is that they were leading up to a Sinister Six and that. it was going to be led by him? Yeah. And it was going to be fantastic? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Didn't happen. And it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm uh, still... I was excited about the Venom Carnage movie, which is apparently not going to happen I just want to see the Ant May movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt May, the formative years. And it's just a girl going to school. Just young Marissa Tomei. I'm in. Yeah. Sorry. I'm in <clears throat> Mar- Marissa Tomei now. I, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, speaking of other female lead actors, that was that was a really bad segment. Oh, I'm sorry. Pretty good. You're good. Okay. I, 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 now I set it, it up and you spiked it. It was good. It. Anyway. Now you you ruined it. (laughs) So we had talked about Rachel McAdams being uh, rumored to be up for the lead in Doctor Strange. Yes. She has confirmed that in an interview with Wired uh, recently. She's going to be the female lead opposite Benedict Cumberbatch. It's not confirmed yet who that female lead is, though. Yeah, that's interesting. I want uh, want her to work in the hospital. (laughs) Sorry. Yes, she could. Anyway, yeah, I don't know much about Doctor Strange, but I think that, uh, yeah, I like Rachel McAdams a lot, so whatever whatever they want to put her in. I really want her to be, um, Linda Carter. Yeah, she's the one that works in the hospital, right? Yeah, she was the original night nurse. Cool. Which, you know, everybody was thinking night nurse was going to be Claire Temple, but she ended up not being that, Mm -hmm. so, um... If If we can get Rachel McAdams to be night nurse and like help out superheroes all over the place and work in the same hospital that Stephen Strange worked yeah. at, like oh, uh, but I, with Claire Temple, like, I would oh. think that tie it all in. I would think that once he's Dr. Strange, he won't be in the hospital all that much, right? Or does he um, continue to perform surgery? No, he doesn't perform surgery so much. Like if you watch the animated Dr. Strange thing, he goes back to the hospital that um, that he had originally worked at. And there's a whole big hubbub with that. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah don't spoil but it. but he does eventually go back there. Um, but you know, he, he, he's a world saver. Like he's one of those big time world savers. So he's going to go back to places that he's been. I don't know who she's going to be. I just, yeah, I, 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 I have wanna, no idea. I want her to tie in everything else. Yeah. It'd be cool. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, a couple more pieces of news. Ant-Man domestic box office passes Cap 1, the first Avenger, which we discussed in detail last week. Um, did we discuss it, or did we fanboy out really hard on it? Pretty much just fanboyed out real hard. <laughs> um, So that kind of confirms that like, Ant-Man is good, you know, d- despite uh, it d- it what did everybody well. was saying. Yeah. I mean, it, it confirms that it did well. I, I, I definitely liked it. I mean... Um, I watched it and confirmed that it was good, and that's I will what everybody say that should be going off of. In general, <laughs> uh, the 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 movies have gotten they've made more and more money. Yeah, as the MCU has gotten bigger and bigger, and you know it fell off a little bit from that. But again, they didn't advertise it a whole lot, and yeah. there was some. I have there was a feeling a little bit of a stink around it with Edgar Wright. Yeah, you know. I have a feeling that Ant Man is going to be like Hulk. Yeah. Uh, I think I don't. I doubt we'll get an Ant Man two, but I think Ant Man will be in all of the Avengers movies from now on, for a long well, time. Yeah, because they can they can fit him in because it's really easy to fit him in. He's this big. Um, <laughs> they could fit him in retro or retroactively, or like they could just retcon it. He's always somewhere watching because he's you know invisible. Well, that. But I just think like he's going to regularly be a part of the yeah, the yeah. movies from now on. You know, yeah. I, um, can, I can get down with that. So and I and i doubt that. I think that that's the way Hulk functions best, and it may be the way that well he functions best. The Hulk also has a, a rights this like a rights weirdness with yeah. Universal. But yeah, but I still think that he functions still, better. With, yeah. He functions better with a team Un- or with intelligence. Fair. I think once Hulk, well, but until Hulk has intelligence, it's kind of just a hard to write a good story where your main character when he uses his superpower, he's also like completely. Out of control. You know? (laughs) It's just a hard story to write. Um, Lastly, Spider-Man confirmed in the new Spider-Man Civil War to be age 15. Yep. John Watts has confirmed that he's just age 15. So, it's a a coming-of-age story. Just a little baby Spider-Man. It's a coming-of-age story where he's saving his neighborhood, and then, you know, maybe a little bit of New York City, and... The main thing is that he's growing up, but is also Spider-Man and has to balance that. Yeah, I love it. I love that. Me too. And I I just, I love that Marvel isn't being like, this is a superhero movie and that's it. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's a superhero film, but it's also, like with Ant-Man, it's also a heist film, and they just they keep doing that with these films and it's so great like it's a superhero movie but it's also fantasy it's thor it's spy thriller it's It's spy thriller it's captain america you know Uh, Ah. or well it's captain america 2 it's it's a superhero film but it's also a period piece it's captain america 1 like i ah. it's too much it's too much i don't know what this next one is going to be most like like what genre is it going to fit in it's it's Civil war yeah um, man I don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know what they're gonna be going for with that which i, I I'm excited I'm excited to see what they do yeah Elizabeth Olsen said that it's gonna be darker and more human which I don't know what she means by that hmm. I'm excited yeah me too it's gonna be great uh, lastly uh, we have some photos if you're watching listening to this on blog talk radio or anywhere that we've posted it on Facebook there's gonna be some photos so just look down at whatever device you're Watching this on, and you'll see some photos from Agents of Shield premiere, some photos of Jessica Jones, and some photos of Daisy Johnson as Quake. All of the um, character photos that are up, the season premiere photos, like all of the uh, all of the officially released photos, and there are a ton of yeah, them. We could sit here and talk about them, but that would go on a while. So we're just gonna say, uh, look, look at them. Look at them. There they are. See. You see? It's neat. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that uh, one's cool. <laughs> Ooh. She's pretty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this and feedback um, before we go on to talk about Avengers. Um, so. I love what Joe Sanders said. Yeah, I like Joe Sanders a lot. Last he week, wants to get in on the Iron Man 2 and 3 name game. Yep. He said Iron Man 2, electric boo-boo. Iron Man <laughs> Three, Meh Extremis. Meh Extremis. It's, a, it's that that one's more of a visual joke. It's it's hard to yeah. actually say it. It's a little punny. Meh with Extremis, so Meh Extremis. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. Iron Man Three. I meh agree. Extremis. It was Meh. I wish we had had the chance to watch it because I'll defend Iron Man Three on another day, and you'll be wrong. Sorry. That's okay. Okay, it had to be said. Everybody, <laughs> every, everybody else disagrees with me. It's fine. <laughs> um, all right. T Frost on Facebook came to us saying it's Sunday, September 20th and tonight are the primetime Emmys. I've been rewatching daredevil in preparation for all things Marvel TV. And I wish to express my disappointment at how few Emmy nominations our favorite Marvel shows actually garnered staying with daredevil. I truly thought Vincent D'Onofrio should have received a nomination upon viewing the series again. I think actor Eldon Henson, who portrayed foggy Nelson should have received a nomination for best supporting actor. He brought depth, humor and a, great counterpoint to Charlie Cox's Matt Murdoch. Without his performance, the show would have been so much less off my soapbox. I definitely agree that Foggy made the show what it was. Like he definitely had a huge impact on the show. Would have been a lot less without him. I don't know if he had the acting chops of a D'Nafrio though. Oh God. Or Matt Murdoch for that matter. Matt Murdoch and uh d'onofrio um uh, Charlie Cox and D'Onofrio, I should say. That's how good it was. You don't know who's who. Were just next level good. Everyone in the show was good, but Charlie Cox and D'Onofrio just were next level to me. Like uh, far above what <laughs> Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. Did. What a oh, revelation. Not that Elden Henson was bad. Not that uh, Robert has a has a bad point of view here. I just don't I just I just it's D'Onofrio and uh it was like the, D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox were just on display the whole time for me. Obviously, they're the two main characters. It was the Kingpin show. I mean, come on. It's true. But they just, from the first scene, they Charlie Charlie it. Cox in that confessional. Oh, yeah. But, mm. Oh, man. That by itself should get something. Yeah. I really wish it would. I do feel like there is a, there's a bias against. Uh, superhero stuff. Superhero stuff in general. In yeah, award shows. In award shows, yeah. There is. It's it sucks, but you know, it's something that we deal with as fans. It's not gonna win any Oscars, but I'm gonna love it, and it's gonna make way more money than anything else. Yeah. I'd very rarely care what award shows or critics say. Like I normally like what I like, you know? Yes. Yeah. That's fine with me. So Nathaniel Muzzy came to us on Facebook saying, Fan, what if time? And I love this. He Mm -hmm. says, what if the Red Skull is already back? S.H.I.E.L.D. simultaneously had the Tesseract for decades and was filled with his followers. It would not be out of the question for TechnoZola to have gotten the Skull beamed back. Unlikely, but it would be interesting if he was secretly behind all the Hydra schemes. I don't think it's unlikely at all. I think that's a genius idea. I do think... It's very comic booky. It's very comic booky, and it's totally possible. Oh, yeah. I do think it's a little odd that he wouldn't have shown up in Cap 2 when Hydra reveals itself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that maybe he would have been around for that. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he's one of the heads. Or for that matter, we've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we've seen Hydra get dismantled, and we still have yet to see him show up anywhere. Or or what? Ooh, uh, what? This isn't gonna happen. (laughs) But what if (laughs) if he was brought? He could he could have been brought back during uh, Agent Carter. Ooh, It's not gonna happen. They won't. They wouldn't use Red Skull for Agent Carter. But like, they wouldn't do that. They could have brought him back in that time frame if we were gonna if we were gonna have another movie in that time frame or whatnot. Uh, wasn't it? One of the one of one of the directors said they'd be. Totally cool making a Hank Pym origin story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Peyton Reed said it. Yeah. That's Director awesome. of Ant Man. They could bring him back and have him in that. <laughs> Probably, Maybe. Not. Probably, Probably not. Probably not. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, th- I think it's definitely possible. It definitely makes total sense. But I don't know. I just feel like he's gonna like come in, on the like. Uh, r- riding in the armies of Thanos or something like when he's gonna <laughs> show up somewhere out in the cosmos? Maybe because that's 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 uh that's where he went, and that's where Loki came from. Yeah, like was that area of space? So we know that Tesseract at least can take people from there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Uh, what are you, the limitations on the Tesseract? Yeah, and w- it seemed like um. Thor and Loki put it into some device so they could aim where they're going. Yeah, uh, and, and Loki opened the Tesseract from out in space somehow. So he like somehow channeled the power of the Tesseract to travel to Earth. I'm thinking that it was probably Thanos that did that. Like sent him there. Agreed. We'll get to that though. He also <laughs> ha- yeah. We just we'll, we'll definitely talk about that today. But we, he also um, has the. Uh, the soul gem. So maybe somehow, like, the gems can use each other to travel between yeah, them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or something like that. Anyway. All right. Uh, Noel says, at MCUCast, this is on Twitter, 100% agree with everything. percent Oh, oh, I didn't even see. Oh, man. Thank you, Noelle. <laughs> uh, MCUCast, 1,000% agree with everything you said this week's cast about Captain America, the first Avenger, including all the tears. All of them. Hashtag Captain America. Uh, think Cap for life. Cap for life. Uh, yeah. I, I, we really loved Captain America. Um, we're about to talk about uh, Avengers, and I gotta say, uh, spoiler alert, I guess for our review we're about to give. But I, uh, I think I like Cap better. I was not gonna like admit to that until after you said it, but I agree. Uh, As much as I love this movie, Cap just like. Wrenches at my heart, you especially know? after the rewatch. Yeah, like before that, I was I had placed Cap pretty low in in my list. Like not as low as the Incredible Hulk, obviously, but it's it's so hard to it, make a ranking like of these things. Avenger the the first you know Marvel's The Avengers like it had always placed really really high because it was like the culmination of everything that I had expected and did exactly what I expected, but. It's a super fun movie. After watching Cap and everything before it, like, I gotta say, Cap is on up there. Yeah. All right, we got one more piece of feedback, then we'll get dig hard into that. All right. Mr. Roland Smoker commented on, was this on our... Uh, it's on. It was he on, on our blog, mcucast.com. Yeah. Uh, he said, hi, guys, I enjoy your podcast and look forward to them each week. However... Ooh. I've noticed a few times now you've ripped on Lord of the Rings. While I'm not here to defend the films, the Lord of the Rings are easily some of my favorite books of all time, and I feel the need to defend the story. The reason they don't fly the ring to Mordor using the eagles is because that is precisely what Sauron expected them to do. The eye of Sauron would have seen an eagle coming from miles away and had defense against attacks from the sky. The reason the plan worked is because they did the exact opposite of what most people would expect them to do interesting i don't know if that's a theory or a uh, or a uh, or or in the canon of the books but yeah that's cool uh first off i don't dislike lord of the rings how do you feel about lord of the rings i i don't think we've d- d- insulted it too many times we were we were specifically talking about the uh how it should have ended which is just funny it's just a f- it's funny yeah i'm i'm sure there are problems Technically, I can't watch it anymore after Clerks Two. <laughs> I saw Clerks Two, and it just ruins Lord of the Rings for me. That's funny because I can't. It's just like it's it's three movies of people walking. Yeah, it, there's a lot of there, there. There's a lot of it's a long way to get there on in those movies, but those battle sequences. Oh yeah. It was fantastic. As far as the the visual effects and the the battle sequences were fantastic, and mm-hmm. like the the technology that they used for it was all like it was huge breakthroughs in cinema. And it's a lot of good acting in it. And too. there's such great acting, but uh, it's still just three movies of people walking <laughs> to a volcano. Yeah, I I don't. I hear you, and, and that that is very funny on Clerks too. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, not necessarily agree. I think it's a journey movie. It's like obviously yeah. there is a goal, and it is to get to this place and drop the ring in the thing. Uh, but if you if you simplify any movie down to that, you can kind of get to that point where it's like, yeah, not that interesting. Um, well, and you know each one is what three hours long. Yeah, they're they're very long. <laughs> Extended cuts and shit. Oh, share. God, yeah. And, I, of course, whenever they came out with it, I had to get the, like, super extra extended editions that oh, yeah. had, like, every disc that's imaginable in it that talks about every costume they've ever made. And, God, I loved it. I watched mm-hmm. them for hours and I, hours. I had a close friend who loved those movies more than anything, and she and she was staying at our house for a while, and she just would watch... The special features every night to go to bed to, but she wouldn't go to bed. She'd stay up for like two hours watching special features every night for like a whole semester. Wow, it was pretty crazy. Okay, it's pretty crazy. Shout Speaking out, of semester, shout out to Trisha Suit. Shout out to Trisha Suit. She's not listening to this. Um, okay, <laughs> eh. you know I. Um... But we're, we're sorry, Roland. If we sound like we're down on Lord of the Rings, I am not. Horribly down on Lord of the Rings. I've I never, never read the books, so... I read the you books. take my I loved garden. the books. The, there was only... There was one part, though, of the first book that I'm glad that they kind of eliminated. And it was the Old Forest. There were four chapters of the Old Forest in the first book that just were unnecessary hmm. entirely. Like, the way that they kind of glossed it's, over it's, it, it in it's the it's movie was nice great. It's nice to hear someone who's read the books be like, they took this out of the books... And I'm happy about it. (laughs) Um, Well, like, a lot of people are just like, Tom Bombadil's the greatest thing ever. Like, he did nothing for the overall story. Yeah. He never came back. Gotcha. Useless. I know nothing of this Bombadil. Uh, (laughs) Let's keep it that way. We're going to go into our spoilery talk about Avengers 2012. Marvel's The Avengers 2012. Um we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 magazine and a proud member of the giant size team up network. If you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up at MCUcast.com, facebook.com slash mcu cast at mcu cast on Twitter, or you can give us a phone call and leave your voicemail at five, seven, three cast MCU. Uh, do any of those things, and we'll talk about your feedback here on the cast on a coming episode. Uh, we'll, we're going to be starting our Agents of Shield recaps next week. Um, which, by the way, uh, we're going to be this 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 year. We're, uh, this year of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it looks like we're going to be recording on Wednesdays, so you'll actually have 24 hours to get us your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feedback so we can actually talk about it on the current episode. So uh, we wanted to give that a try and see how that went. It won't be out within hours like we normally have it. It'll be out within 24 hours or so. So, Sorry. Do that and uh, get, us, get, us some, uh, get us some feedback in right after the episode, and we'll use it on the show. It'll be great. 573 cast MCU. All right, guys, we're going to talk about Avengers in three, two, one. Everybody Um, gets together. Yay, Assemblage. (laughs) Assemble. Hooray. Johnny Five, assemble. Really? I don't know. Wow. Disassemble. Stop it. Stop it. Johnny Five alive. Okay, uh, Avengers. Sorry, uh, that was my vision uh, impersonation. Um, <laughs> God, would you quit? Would you, we're, we're trying to focus on the first one and then like not terrible movies from like the
1: 80s. Oh, are
0: you saying that's terrible? You need to rewatch it, my friend. Okay, that's fair. It's super great. <laughs> short Circuit and Short Circuit 2, wonderful. All right. um, Was it 80s? 70s? 80s? 80s? 90s? I'm pretty sure 80s. Okay. Um. Okay, Avengers. Avengers. Thoughts, my friend. Assemble. Just throw them out there. Thoughts. What you got? Thoughts. Thor's showing up was awesome. <laughs> I would say that, but you know, a lot of people say that, or well, rather, hold on. Thor showing up was awesome. This. That start was predictable. This. I could have guessed yeah. that. That's what you'd say. Yeah. Not the first thing. <laughs> How'd you, what'd you think of Avengers? <gasps> Thor was in it. <laughs> Thor was great. So, wait, what? <laughs> you know there were. Five others, right? But well, no, like, um, a lot of people or a lot of uh, news stories we've been talking about how you know they're not going to do origin stories anymore. Like, with Spider Man, they're just going to take for granted how you know everybody knows how Spider Man came to be, and that's been like this huge thing. Like, oh, they're not going to do origin stories, they're just taking information for granted. Like, they have done that before, and this movie is proof of that. Like you didn't get an intro and origin on how Cap came to be or how Iron Man came around well, you or did. Hulk who did You got the tiniest little well, bit no, of No like, no but you did in another movie. Yeah, you did in that's another not, movie. This this is a sequel to those movies. So that's not really You didn't, however, for Black Widow, Hawkeye, um, you didn't uh, you got a small snippet of it in, for Hulk in uh, in the Hulk movie. Yeah. But that that's not really this 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 movie is an origin movie. It's an origin of the Avengers, it's for the but it's team. not. It's not an origin of like everybody individually. They just take for granted that you know who all these people sure, are. Sure, sure. But that's and it's, because I love that it's a sequel to those other four movies. <laughs> yeah, five movies. Sorry, the five movies of Phase One. Yeah, six counting Avengers. Um, yeah. I I I definitely like that they don't treat they don't hold your hand and retell anything. There's like. These are the Avengers. You be- hope you watch those other four movies. Yeah, and um, since it came out like right after Cap, they had to go through the whole like, oh yeah, we thought him and now he's here and he's okay. So like, yeah, already they did that, that. In, in flashbacks. Like, yeah. oh my God, this guy's still alive. Yeah, that was actually kind of weird that they did that because they didn't do that for anyone else. <laughs> I guess that was more of a creative choice because it was him punching the punching bag thinking about those things. Yeah. I don't think that was for exposition purposes. and did you notice did you notice when when everybody was showing up when they were gathering the whole team together, each character whenever they were focused on one individual character had their own kind of like cinematograph- or cinema cinematographic style huh like when it when it went to cap it had like that oh that MTKs, yeah, that's for sure. Where it looked like the first Avenger period, mm-hmm. and then like when it when it was on Iron Man, it was everything's all flashy and bright and stylized and, and modern. when Thor showed up, everything got kind of like they were in a forest, <laughs> like everything yeah. was very very mystical and magical like I love that they did that <laughs> they did a great job in this movie every time they introduce a character to another character, which is what this movie's about it 's yeah. about taking all of these disparate characters that have been in all these movies and Putting them together, and you got you get and to see how there's the, a team. Yeah, you get to see how those characters interact, yep. and every time those characters' interactions happened, it was awesome. You you see for a second, you see you know Banner and Cap, and then Black Widow and Cap, and then Banner and Black Widow, and you just like see these little like four line conversations, and it just like sums up every character as you go. And I and I just thought that was awesome. It was it was beautifully done, and by the way, I'm not sure Tony and Cap have ever been friends. Yeah, like watching it now, you're just like, oh my god, they want to kill each other. Knowing like, the, the civil war time. is, knowing that civil war is coming, like the only they don't come together in this movie. Like they do physically, but they don't ever like resolve their differences. <laughs> they they and work in, together, and like Tony acknowledges that Cap is like the shot caller when he says, you know, call it Cap, and then Cap gives all, all, all everybody yeah. their orders, and then everybody does it like they're supposed to, which is awesome, by the way. But, like, they never really figure out, like, <laughs> they never really figure out their differences. It's just like, okay, we need a leader. You're clearly the best for it, and do it. Do the thing. I'll follow yeah. what you tell me to do right now. Yeah, it just, it seems like, I mean, the, even up until... Up until Coulson dies, they are at each other's throat, and then when Coulson dies, they're sad and they know they need to stop Loki, but they're not like, "Oh, now I respect you." You yeah. know, like there's never that. <laughs> there's never really that moment in this movie. And I mean, after I guess you could say after, and there still is the battle. There still isn't in Age, Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, they're at each other's throats in Age of Ultron too, because he's met. He's again like messing with things that. Uh, Cap doesn't think he should. And... Yep, that seems to be a recurring theme. Like Tony screws something up, and then Cap has to lead the team to fix it. Yeah. By the way, the fact that they call the hydro weapons that they're building Phase Two was very funny. <laughs> um, the whole so the whole movie he's like he's like get Phase Two on a truck. We can't show them Phase Two yet. Or is that like it's yeah. just, it's just silly. Um, I. I did think it was particularly funny, though, that Phase 2 had a lot of focus on Hydra. (laughs) And the fact that what the Phase 2 weapons were were basically Hydra Hydra weapons. weapons. I mean, there were the Hydra masks in the boxes. And the fact that we know that in S.H.I.E.L.D. at that time, probably the people pushing to make those weapons (laughs) were Hydra. Um, And so it's just funny that they're like, little little shout out to Phase 2 because that's what Phase 2 is going to be about. (laughs) Yep. Um, that was really, really, really fun. Um, how many Hydra people do you think were on the helicarrier? Oh, it's, it had to have been a lot. Do you think the guy playing Galaga for sure? Oh yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how many, what, you know, you remember, uh, Hawkeye said, you know, shield has no shortage of enemies. How many people do you think just jumped to Loki's aid that were from Hydra? Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that he didn't have to put his spear into their chest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So many of the shield agents seem so valiant in this movie, but any of those background characters could have been Hydra at any point. You know. Yep. We know. We know there was at least one. Jasper Sitwell was yeah. on the helicarrier. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yep. Does he have a line in the movie? Yeah, a couple of them. Okay, I kept seeing him in the background of shots. And yeah, like... well, he he talked about um, how they were scanning uh, all the faces and everything, or scanning all the cameras and everything for Loki's face, and they were looking for matches and whatnot. Like, okay, he was I part was, of the search that. group. I knew I saw him around, but I, I just like saw him a couple times where he didn't speak, and I don't think I ever saw him speak. I guess I just missed it. Um, there's so much happening in this movie. It's so actually, fast and quippy. His computer is the one that discovered where Loki was in Germany, in Stuttgart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I loved that scene. Um, his like his big monologue. Yeah, and I love the yeah. the old German man standing up to him. Oh God! All good. the feels right there, man. Yeah, there are not al- the men like you. There are. <laughs> there are no men like There are, there are always, always men, men like, like you. you. Oh, <laughs> so good. And you know he's talking about Hitler, obviously, and then when Cap comes in, you know, last time I was in Germany and saw a man standing above everybody else, we ended up disagreeing. Like, are you kidding me? All the parallels? Yeah. Ah! It was great. It was great. Um, <laughs> I love when they come to a oh. banner. And they ask him to come uh, stop this great power source from exploding. What do you want me to do? Swallow it? What do you want me to do? (laughs) Swallow it? Oh, It's pretty great. (laughs) That would work. That Um, would so work. Speaking of that scene, uh, Black Widow convincing. And they call it out. But just from the moment I saw that little girl come with her money. And she does such a great job of acting. (laughs) Acting while also acting. Yeah, so good. It's so good that's Black Widow doing that, and <laughs> and she calls it out. She's like, "Oh, they start spies that young?" And she says, "I did." Yeah. Just great stuff. Just great stuff. And of course, Black Widow's first scene is yeah. the ba- we've been introduced to her in Iron Man two. I loved her in Iron Man two. She's a badass. We knew she was a badass. Yep. But she's so good, such a good spy, when she interrogates him, and then even better, when she looks... <laughs> I'm in the middle of an interrogation! This moron is giving me everything. <laughs> it's like, I don't give everything. <laughs> and, the and she, she makes, looks at him like, really? Come really? on. Come on. Come on. And then she does the same thing to Loki, <laughs> yeah. which is just awesome. Yay parallels! She's such a strong, such a strong character. I love every moment she's on screen in this thing and she's one of the most impressive Avengers for being a human, like you buy that she's just like powerful enough and deceptive enough that she's like she's actually a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And like Hawkeye calls it out on it on her at least, uh later after he has his cognitive recalibration happen. Um he he says, You're a spy and now you want to march into the middle of a war? Mm-hmm. And of course she does, because she can handle it. But also, she feels the genuine need to be helpful in this. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. We got to fix it. Whoever's left, we all have to fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Man, she's so convincing. So convincing in that scene with Loki. Like, as the audience, you're watching it, you're just like, oh man, he's really... Hurting her with his words. Yep. And look, the things that... The thing he calls her, "muling Quim, like, that's... That's some next-level insults. Oh, gosh, yeah. Everything he says to her is so evil. Yeah. It's just She's, a real, like, Hannibal Lecter moment. Every time and, you see him on screen, he is the most sinister-looking person. Yeah. Except for when he got the living shit kicked out of him by the Hulk. And he's laying on the ground going... Yeah. Um yeah. So uh what about Hulk in this movie? What did you think? I liked I really liked Mark Ruffalo as yeah. the Hulk. Like this was our first encounter with him and still he is the best Bruce Banner and like his the the mocap that they do and like the the change up to make like his features into the Hulk it was a little weird seeing Hulk with a hairy chest a little off putting. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to that. And Hulk having kind of curly hair when he was on the um, when he was on the Helicarrier, it was a little different. But I love it. I love Mark Ruffalo as yeah. Bruce Banner and as Hulk. Like when he says "puny god" and is walking away from from Loki, classic. Oh my god. <laughs> totally classic. Um and the fight between him and Thor. Every single time I watch that, I'm just on the edge of my seat. It's so great. Just yeah. seeing two such incredibly powerful characters going at it, one of them being so much smaller than the other one. Yeah. Like, That's one thing I really liked in this movie was that even though all of their sources of power are so different, the four of them are such so equally matched. Yep. yep. When they're all in the forest going at it, like you really get a sense that the three of them that are there are, are are very equally matched, you know, Thor with his, you know, alien powers and, <laughs> um, and, and Stark with his technology, they just go at it and it's like, okay, they're kind of on the same level. They, they really, they really are like, you know, and, and it, it's just such diff- different sources of power. It's so great. And then Thor crushing Iron Man's gauntlets. Yeah. Like they were hand in hand or arm in arm or whatever. They were just fighting back and forth and he just starts crushing his oh, no. gauntlet. And then he like fires the blast and headbutts him and Thor looks at him like, excuse you. And then just headbutts him across the forest a bit. Yeah. That's awesome. And then oh, that's When stuff. they did, when they did, um, Mjolnir meeting Cap's shield, the vibranium shield, like that would cause an explosion. Yeah, which is great and that they it's did that. Great that they did that by mistake in the first one, and in the second one, they used that. Yeah, that became like their new group tactic. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they're all lining up. Oh, well, they're they're eager to be knocked down. Plow. Yep. And then it just blows the tank up. Awesome. <laughs> Think about how hard he had to swing that hammer for that to happen. Uh, real That's hard. a lot of force. Yeah, man. That, that would hurt. He's Thor. Yeah, he's Thor. Oh, man. Loki saying, Loki saying, oh, you don't like a little lightning? I don't really. I'm I'm not terribly fond of what comes after. Yeah. Mm. Pretty great. I'm not overly fond. Speaking of Loki, I love Banner's line. (laughs) His (laughs) brain's a bag full of cats. (laughs) That's that. (laughs) Uh, But when uh, when they're listening to him uh, speechify in the cage or something. Yeah. And uh, it cuts out to Banner and he's like, Huh, he really does grow on you, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) I love that Mark Ruffalo as Banner can be funny about everything. Yeah, absolutely. He can be quippy, too. Banner's not just scared. He's quippy, but in like a very dry way. Yeah. Yeah. None of the others are. um, They all have very different senses of humor. What did you think of Cap on a rewatch? What did you think of Cap? We had talked... um, one of our listeners had written in about um, Cap being so different. Cap being so the different movies. in this in comparison to the his two movies. Did you feel that way on a rewatch? You had agreed at the time. I I still feel that he was a different kind of Cap. Hmm. He was he was a lot in more In what way? Do you have a, I'm explaining that. He was a lot more like uh, a lot more solemn and and reserved and it just it felt like he wasn't as confident and in Cap One and Cap Two, he seemed a lot more in control and and confident and Cap-like. But I totally agree. It might just be that he just woke up. That's that was my take on it. Like he feels su- he he does seem super unconfident. Totally agree. But one of the moments where he feels seems most unconfident is them sitting around the table planning. And not only does he not know how to deal with this world... Like this, he doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, when he's like, he's like, finally, someone that speaks English. Is that, that come- what just happened? Is that what just happened, Cap says? Um, I, I just took him being less confident as him being... He's now the fish out of water. Yeah. He doesn't know how to deal with modern world in general, much less like top-tier technology modern world. <laughs> And aliens. Like, he's already dealing with modern world, and now he's got to deal with aliens <laughs> but on now the, the same day. <laughs> you know, like...
1: <laughs> yeah. This is,
0: yep. a, And we didn't really get the chance to see what post-wake-up Cap was going to be like in in Cap 1, because he wakes up and then it's over. Yeah. Uh, this is our first chance to see him adjusting. And I, I just took that all of that weakness that he seems to have as just him adjusting to a new environment. Yeah. Um, but I definitely see that he is different. But it just seemed to me like a response to, uh, to to his to what's happening. He's on the helicarrier. That's the newest, most crazy thing he's seen. Yes, he has to give Fury ten bucks because love of that. it. I love the ten bucks. I love the the, the <laughs> subtlety of it. He yeah. just whips out the ten bucks and gives him the ten bucks. So he's got that happening. Technology's crazy. He meets Stark for the first time and then Thor shows up like they're dealing with aliens and all yeah. this craziness And like, then an alien what? invasion which yeah. no one's no one in no the room is okay for. with. Yeah. It is is crazy. Uh, there's a lot he's got a, he's got a lot to deal. He's to got a lot with. going on. I <laughs> love there's there's only one god, ma'am. And I'm, and I'm pretty, pretty sure he, sure he doesn't, doesn't dress like, like that. that. <laughs> I love that he calls Black Widow ma'am. Oh, yeah. He does not do that later.
1: Yeah. Like he, in Cap He 2? In Cat no. 2,
0: he adjusts to the new world. Yeah. He's a lot more adjusted. But he's still got his old school ideals, which is the great thing about him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, lo- I, lo- I love uh, in this when they're talking about uh, flying monkeys. He's like, I get that one. <laughs> I did. Yep, monkeys. I don't... I did. Yeah. I understood that reference. So great. And then, <laughs> so great. And then the cut to the, <laughs> the cut to Banner and Tony, and Tony's just like Jesus, shut up. <laughs> uh, and he just then rolls uh, his eyes so hard. I really want to get a picture of Thor holding in his arms Iron Man when they like crash to the ground together at the end. Oh you mean Hulk holding him in his arms? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Hulk Catching, catching Tony and holding Iron Man in his arms as they fall to the ground and just put Science Bros <laughs> over the uh, picture. <laughs> like—I don't know if there's a good shot of it because as soon as they land, he like pushes him off. But well, it like, it's such a sweet—he's like. There is a good him. freeze frame of that because I, I, I kind of paused it right then, you know, as I was watching it, and I just happened to look up and it's like, oh, that's. Weird, because like Iron Man is completely limp, just uh-huh. like ragdoll in his arms, and I was just like, it's like a, huh, it's like a. Uh, I remembered him being more stiff. It's like a gorilla with a kitty. Like that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> Who's the muling quim now? <laughs> um. Man, I took a bunch of notes of just, like, great lines and stuff, but I don't want to just sit here and (laughs) quote... You don't want to just sit here and quote the movie again? (laughs) Yeah, like, everyone just go watch it. Uh, It's so good. Um, I thought it was cool that in both the opening scene, now that we know where it's going and we know who Thanos is, and we even know what the the staff is, and we know what the Tesseract is... um, You know, speaking on that, they they kept harping on in this movie over and over and over again, that the scepter was powered by the Tesseract. They always say it once. They always say it once. They say it, but they 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 keep going back to it though. They do talk about the scepter as if it's like, it shares the energy signature of the Tesseract. It, uh, it's powered by the Tesseract is what Fury says. And then it functions a lot like a hydro weapon. And, um, Damn it, I remember there being at least one more. But it's yeah. gone now. So what were you going to... It's just, it's, they keep harping on that, yeah. and then they completely change it up for movie number two. Age or, of Ultron. Uh, Age of Which Ultron. I, I, that's, I feel like that's pretty explainable, given that that's probably the only... What uh, once they understood Infinity more about Stones, it, Infinity Stones. There are yeah. like <laughs> that they've they've encountered. Of course, they seem the same. They're both Infinity Stones. Yes, yeah. although it seems like the two Infinity Stones are very different. Yeah, um, very different in nature. Here's an interesting thought. Um, I didn't I didn't think about this until I watched it through this time. It looks like Loki is captured in the little prison the glass prison whatever on the helicarrier the whole time what if that's just a magic form of him in there the whole time while invisible loki is running around on the ship messing with everybody because mm. he's proven in thor that he can be invisible
1: yeah. and
0: walk around you know it's interesting i was wondering so There is a whole thing going on where we're supposed to believe something is making them go at each other. Yeah, like someone's Loki is vexing them somehow. It seems like it's coming from the staff. When I first watched this movie, I thought the staff itself was affecting their brains somehow, like causing dissent or so or whatever. It was the mind gem, right? Yeah. So maybe he was. Is it the mind or the soul? I'm I'm fuzzy on all that. Oh god! Now you got me. Now you got me nervous. I'm not I sure. I thought it was the soul gem, which is why he, why Vision came. It's to the light. heart. It's the water, fire, heart, earth, earth air, hair. Captain Planet gem. It's the Captain Planet gem. Hair? Where did hair come from? It was heart and air mixed together. Oh okay. <laughs> earth, wire, fire, earth, wire. Shit.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> earth, wire,
0: wire, hair. <laughs> Our powers combined. LEDs. <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> or is this a techno gem? What's going on? <laughs> I just had a really funny thought of another YouTube video we could make, but I'll never make, so anybody out there can feel free. Uh, it's like You get to the earth. I don't know why this makes me laugh, but you just get to the earth wire. Earth, fire, heart, water, and they just keep doing it and saying different things. Like it just keeps going. <laughs> like the video. <laughs> There's just too many rings. It's like kind of that family guy funny where it just keeps going for like seven minutes. So they just keep naming <laughs> things and sticking a ring in the air. I think it would be real fun. Is it? Would you say it would be the same five or like too many rings? Just too like- many. Like just lots of people. Lots of people with weird colored rings. Yeah. You'd have to like do a little fancy editing. <laughs> Lungs! What? <laughs> well, you said heart. And then like, find a good clip of Captain Planet being like, uh, uh. <laughs> Just, like, Looking <laughs> around, funny. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Maybe. All right. Uh, I actually don't. Actually, it's been a long time since I've seen this. From beginning to end, paying attention. I've seen a lot. I, I put it on sometimes just to watch. Just that have background noise. Especially that last 45 minutes or whatever. Oh, yes. The battle sequence is, is like 45 minutes long, and it's insanely good. It's so good. That's how you do a last half of the movie is battle sequence battle. Right. You don't have to destroy the city. No. No, you don't. Listen, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> yeah, this is another Marvel Marvel people coming at you, Snyder. Um, one thing I never noticed, though, or I did not remember, was that Coulson accepts his own death at, because he knows they need something to bring them together. Yeah, this was never going to work without giving them something. This was never going to work without something to... Uh, <laughs> something to die. I'm a leaf on the... Uh, um <laughs> uh, Yeah, I just I, I just never noticed that before. You didn't you didn't you didn't. No. Okay. I mean I'm sure I did on the first watch. Under like other watches, but I've just I guess I haven't sat down to like really absorb absorbed this movie in a long time. Uh and, and I don't know, I just remember him dying, and I remember uh I remembered um Fury using his death that way. Yeah. With the cards and everything, but I did not remember him like accepting as he's that dying, that was going to happen. Like, being like, it's you cool, it's, it's okay. cool, Kerry. Do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, boss. Um. Uh, by the way, they, they when was the cellist in Portland mentioned first? Uh, When he showed up at Stark Tower. Yes, but was this the first movie where that happened? Yes. It's so funny because they, they do it in such a subtle way. Yeah. He's, like, talking to someone in a hallway, and he's like, oh, yeah, she's a cellist, but she had to move to Portland or something like that. Yeah, he was talking to Pepper about that. Yeah. It's such a weird, like, small thing that they turned into something on AGC. It humanizes the character. It makes It it grounds it in reality so much better. Yeah. Because, I mean, what else are they going to small talk about? What is Pepper Potts going to small talk about? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Pepper Potts is awesome. What do you have wrong with Pepper Potts? Nothing, nothing. Pe- There's nothing wrong with Pepper Potts. She, she's not. She's not really a small talker, though. No, she talk, she doesn't do much small talk. She's, she's big, and big when talker. she's like Phil, why is he? No, his first name is Agent. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if somebody on that level with her, she's gonna small talk about their lives. Yeah, like I, I love it. It just uh, makes sense. Hello, this is the life model decoy of Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Stark, it's urgent. Then leave it urgently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's pretty great. Um, Security Breach. It's on you. I, I also thought it was, the uh, first scene of this movie is Fury, Hawkeye, Zelvig. Zelvig. Uh, Zelvig. S E L V I G. Selvig. Selvig. S-E-L-V-I-G, Selvig. Selvig. Um, and uh, Maria Hill. Those all four characters are characters that either are brand new uh, in the case of Maria Hill or have been in a couple scenes in the case of Hawkeye uh, and Nick Fury um, or Selvig, who's a very side character. They're basically very side characters at this point in the universe. Yeah. And it was kind of a bold choice. They spend a lot of time, and Coulson's there, uh, a lot of time in the first few scenes. That, like, There's a good little 10-minute scene of just people that are not the Avengers. They didn't have to open this with Tony and uh tony and cap and thor and hulk it was in- it was interestingly done there's yeah. such such a great balance to this movie they set the groundwork yeah because it's you know what are we going to do sir well obviously we're going to assemble the avengers yeah <sighs> intro right. logo awesome music alan silvestri again composing all of this like the main avengers theme in this movie was used when we were on stage as the Steampunk Avengers when we were coming out. I that, used that music as nice. our thing. It was nice. so great. That's awesome. That's for for Jeff's cosplay. Yeah, accomplishments. That was Dragon Con. Yeah, it was great. Um, I I like when they when they go around getting every member of the team to join. They know how to get every member of the team. Uh, for Banner. It's, first of all, trick him with a little girl to get him outside the city, <laughs> which was, I I love that. Get the, him I, out of the city, then talk about Gamma stuff. Yeah. They they, they didn't you invite- play on his ego. They didn't invite Hulk. Well, <laughs> I feel like ego, if they play on egos, we're talking Tony, but they played Fair. on his love of science and his desire to be human again and be treated like a scientist, not like a lab experiment, you yeah. know? Uh, we don't it, want the Hulk. We with want Cap, you. they go there and the first thing they say is, look, it's a Hydra problem. They're like, <laughs> "Yeah." Uh, and, 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 and I love that they, they, and then they go to Tony and Tony's just a little more like, they don't really have a direct, they, they just have to bother Tony into it. Like <laughs> they, they, they had to force their way in pretty much. Yeah. like Coulson forces his way into the tower and like, all right, we need your help. Official um, consulting hours are, this isn't a consultation. Yeah. Read this and come help. Yeah. I I I thought it was just interesting how they took a different take, a different tact with every member. Yeah. And uh, and it, it all it was just all awesome. And then Thor just shows up. Yeah, Thor just shows up. <laughs> and he's like, never really invited you, but it's cool. We'll take you as long <laughs> as you don't break everything. Yeah. Another her! This helicarrier, I like it. Another her! <laughs> <laughs> Another one comes out of the water. Yeah. It's it is a submarine. Um I thought the scene where they argue we've already mentioned uh, Cap and Tony arguing, but that scene is amazingly shot. Oh yeah. Um it's another long one shot where they go between the different characters and different characters step forward and move back and it's just so beautiful. It's like a beautiful ballet scene of a shot. Um which uh, the other big one or in this in this movie is is in the big battle sequence. The big battle sequence. Ooh. Right if if you're looking for Ooh. it, everybody it's right after um Natasha jumps up onto the Chitauri ship and takes over the Chitari ship for herself. Yeah, it then shows thing. an insane one-shot that travels up and down these blocks of New York City showing every member of the Avengers in this battle. Yep. Um, it, was, it was real amazing. Everybody really amazing. doing their part. Really, really amazing stuff. And it, you know, it it shows a lot of them working together for that. Because... It It starts with her, you know, flying on her little thing, and Iron Man shows up to help her out, and, you know, blasts a couple of guys there, and then he drops in to help Cap out, and they do their little combo thing with the the shield and the the repulsor blast, which was so cool, (laughs) by the way. Yeah, really, really cool. And then he, like, he flies up, and you see Hawkeye, and he, like, knocks off a couple of guys off the building for Hawkeye. Helping him out. Hawkeye's doing his thing. He shoots, you know, across the way. Shoots that one guy. Mm-hmm. And, and then you see, then you see Thor and Hulk fighting r- together. Rips off, rips off a blade of armor. Stabs it into the beast. And then, and then Hulk then charges Hulk, it with lightning and hits it in. Thor charges it with lightning, yeah. Like, um, ugh, crazy. Crazy cool. Such teamwork. Crazy cool. And then, <laughs> and then when they crash into Grand Central Station, the Hulk. Hulk just punches Thor, <laughs> completely out of frame. Yeah, I want to. I want sh- a shirt. Did you, did I want shirt that has Thor Hulk punching Thor and just says fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice though? The like I didn't notice before this this rewatch. Whenever Hulk punches Thor like that, there's just this tiny little bit where he he just kind of goes, humph. Yeah, he's just like showed you. Yeah, it's great. I didn't (laughs) notice that awesomeness. Yeah, it's just like a little pause after, like, (sighs) who else do I punch? I I take it as him, like, (laughs) just kind of breathing out and looking for someone else to punch. All right, now that that's out of my system, (laughs) punch somebody else. And then, like, when Cap gives all the orders and he just stops on Hulk, he's like, and Hulk? And Hulk's like, yeah. Smash. Smash. And then Hulk just grins. (laughs) And then he jumps up and is like... Fuck that one guy in particular, really hard. <laughs> and then that guy, and then that guy. and just Hulk smashing through the city was just so good. Yep, It was such a great thing, like for him I to... think Hulk did almost as much damage as the Qatari though.: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, he stopped the Chitari, it's a good thing, but he was breaking some buildings. yeah, it, but he wasn't breaking them down. No. He was just hurting them a little bit. Man, they don't show anyone die in this battle sequence. Yeah. But people died. There were probably there had some, to have been dead some deaths. But then they also showed the heroes saving people, like Hulk yes. running through that building and then diving out onto the thing and like pulling it away from the building and saving all the people. Like, yeah, the glass got knocked out, but like, that's a really heroic thing for Hulk to do. Yeah, re watching it, I was watching. I, I just kept it made me nervous how tight the quarters were. Like, yeah. just, just turning and trying to make it through the city. Uh, man, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, I love Tony's ridiculous swagger when he's trying to threat when he's threatening Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really great. Should have left your armor on for that. If no, you are trying way, you to know. if you are trying to stall, no, no, threaten, threaten. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so like, good. "What do I have to fear? The Avengers." And he looks at him like, "Yeah," mm-hmm. and Tony's like. <laughs> It's what we call ourselves. Earth's Mightiest sort of Heroes. That sort of thing. Earth's Mightiest Heroes sort of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I... More and more I talk about it. This movie is flawless. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not saying... We talked about uh, Cap maybe liking Cap better, and I still feel that way, but this movie is flawless. Like, yeah. it's so good. Every minute of his, It is by far the most entertaining Marvel movie. I won't say best... It does not evoke the same emotions in me that a lot of the other Marvel movies do. Yeah. Um, this one's the most entertaining. Just, this one just is a lot of fun. It's so much start fun. Start to finish. So much fun. And you know, whenever it first came out, a lot of people were complaining that it was, oh, it's so slow in the beginning, and then the big fight happens, and then it's finally good there. I have uh, no idea what they're no, talking about. No, it was it's so not good. slow. <laughs> It's conversational for a while, like yeah. There's, there's not th- like huge fight scenes, but there are there are, there are scraps and quibbles, and there's character building and team building. That's right, and that's what you want out of a team movie. You don't want them to just be like, oh hey guys, now that we're all in the same room, let's fight everything off. Yeah. Like No, these are real human characters. You want them to have emotions and Jeff. Like, Jeff, these are not real human characters. No, they're, they're... real human <laughs> characters. <laughs> Okay, so these are these are human characters that are grounded in reality. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, and they're going to have emotion. There's going to be, there's going to be, um, there's going to be egos get in the way. There's going to be, you know, times where Tony thinks he's the baddest one in the room, which is all the time, but he's not. I think he's kind of the baddest one in the room. No, I'm just kidding. And they're they're all great. Uh, they really are. I th- yeah, I used to really think that Tony was the strength of the MCU. Like I didn't know if they could get a by without uh Robert Knight Jr. Yeah. The, the, the more I do this rewatch, these movies are so good. <laughs> it doesn't have to, <laughs> Thor was great. Hulk was not as bad as I remembered. Uh Iron Man's wonderful. Captain America's great. Think if you if you were able to redo The Incredible Hulk with Mark Ruffalo as uh, be great. that. As I think Bruce I think it'd be great. I, I hope they will do something with the Hulk someday. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they uh, we'll see and sort of Universal can reach some sort of agreement. I wonder what Phase 4 is going to be like. <laughs> no idea over here. I no want idea. some Planet Hulk to happen. Yeah. He um, goes away for a little bit, so conquers a planet, military. has a son. Spe- speaking of conquering planets, uh, we get our first look, official look at Thanos in this movie. <sighs> yes, we do. And I remember... And it's really just a grin. First time I saw that, I did not know who Thanos was. First time I saw that, I lost my shit. Yeah. All over the I room. I bet. I went nuts. Man, they have gone so far. This it's two. That was 2012, which granted was... Three o- years ago. Only three years ago. That's so recent. <laughs> and how far they've gone with having another phase of this universe having another Avengers movie and now we've got about four more years and we're now get we're into phase three phase three man it's gonna be so good god I'm very excited about phase three so yep. excited about phase three um and I love the uh the the earthlings are not as weak as we uh once believed uh to f- to to fight to them to is to court them death is to court Death, and then he and smiles it's really, real big. That's that's really uh, very comic booky. Yes, I know because Thanos is so obsessed with the, with Lady Death. Yes, as is Deadpool. Oddly um, enough, yeah, yeah. So, so I think it's uh, really. Be, <laughs> I'd really like to see like a Deadpool Thanos like conversation. She's mine. No, she's mine. There's a comic on that right now. Oh yeah, Deadpool versus Thanos. Nice. Yeah. Gotta win the lady, the affections of Lady Death. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, for those of you who don't know, in the comics, Thanos is obsessed with the personification of death in Lady Death. Yep. And, and he he he's to, always trying to impress her by, like, slaughtering a planet. Oh, it's so crazy. He's just like, let me send you all of the souls and make your job hell because you have to do so much work. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. Is but... it not? No. Okay. <laughs> well, he's just like, look how much death I can bring. Yeah. And she's just like, eh. It's okay, I guess. But you understand, I'm Lady Death. I bring all the death. <laughs> all of it. Uh, and of course, the final after-credit sequence: <laughs> the shawarma. The shawarma. You know, this I'd... movie is what prompted me to ever have shawarma. Yeah. I love shawarma. Good. Yeah. So good, I still haven't had shawarma. I oh, meant to. You've got to go to Najee's. Najee's has the best shawarma in our area, and they've got a group on right now. Sweet. Let's, let's go. Okay. Right now? Um, I'm down. I've okay. got an hour. <laughs> um, i got to play a show in one hour. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, i got to show it. Yeah. I've got to be there then. in an hour. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so the shawarma scene, I timed it for the first time. 35 seconds. <laughs> so 35 seconds of them just eating shawarma. It's so good. And it's the funniest thing in the world. I laughed and laughed. I was qu- that's the thing, I was super quiet because I thought for sure they were going to say something or do something. Yep. And then it's just 35 seconds of the entire audience waiting with bated breath to see what's going to happen and then <laughs> and nothing then happens. And Thor takes a huge bite and it just ends. That's so good. It was so, so funny. When Thor does that. <laughs> uh, he talked about that. Sorry. He talked about that in a uh, in like a group interview later. He was like you had us do that take like four times. I ate three of those things. I was so full. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's awesome. I need to watch all the special features and stuff on these things. You really do. Because I really haven't done that, which is so dumb. Just so dumb. There's gag reels and everything. Oh, that reminds me. There's um, more gag reel type stuff hit the web today for um, Age of Ultron. Oh, really? Yep. Which comes out in um, two weeks? Nice. No. no. It comes out next Friday. All right. Well, we will have it on our uh, Amazon store. If you guys are going to buy it anyway, it's already buy there. it from our Amazon store. It's already there. It's already there. So, it comes out in two weeks. Go to... It's out for digital download already, but it to, comes out like on Blu-ray and physical media okay. next Friday. Well, go to mcucast.com October. right now if you're going to buy the movie. Go to mcucast.com, click on the Amazon link on the left-hand side, and buy it there. It w- will cost the same, and it will help the podcast. It would be really great, anyone who's going to do that. Um, I'll probably do it myself. There you go. <laughs> Woo! That's how I'm going to get it. Uh, but uh, it really helps out the podcast. We get a little bitty kickback of any sales that we make in the little store. So yeah, that would be great. Guys. Amazon's real nice like that. Yeah, like you know what we're going to charge people the same thing, but you get a little bit of it. Yeah, since you brought the business here, that's you, you get a little bit of it. Yeah, so please, if you if you're going to buy uh, Age of Ultron this week, buy it from our Amazon store. Um, that's all I have to say about the Avengers. We've talked at great length about this film, and it was being fun. so good, and thanks, it has been fun. fun. Thanks for coming and listening this week, you guys. Um, next week we are going to be having new Marvel content. Hitting the airwaves, yeah, and we'll hit Iron Man three, or we'll touch on Iron Man three and Thor: The Dark World later in the year. Well, yeah, as soon as we have a break that doesn't have anything else going on, we'll we'll do that. Um, yeah, which is good. We 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 completed phase one, <laughs> so there's at least that. We've now done phase one. We're only lacking two movies. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry for uh for for not Leaving making it as far on. as we wanted to. Um, Sorry for leading you on. Yeah, we're such teases. I I am such a tease. Yeah, you are with your crazy schedule. Yeah, my schedule's been crazy. Next month though, it's gonna be good. We're gonna have all the time in the world <laughs> to do podcasts. Uh, I haven't. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I have. I I I I book uh, I book music for a li- uh, play music for a living. Next month, I have booked. Seven private events. Those seven private events are enough for me to live on. And I've been so busy lately, I decided not to book anything else. And so normally I book like three, four, maybe five shows a week. But since I've got a few good shows, I just decided to only book seven shows for the entire month of October. (laughs) And so I'm taking basically a 23-day vacation of a month where I'm just going to take 23 days and enjoy myself and podcast Yeah. And write some music and go to do some exercising and it's going to be great. Finally have a little time. I'm excited. Sarah mentioned, now that you mentioned exercises, the wife mentioned um, recently that she's like, you have gotten so much skinnier ever since you started doing cardio in the morning. That's awesome. I'm getting up at 5 a.m. That's awesome. Doing cardio before work. I'm trying to get back into doing more cardio. I've been uh everyone here that listens to the podcast for a long time we're on a weight loss challenge, trying to get down to our star lord and Drax weights by uh May of next year in time for guardians 2 May of seventeen yeah may of two thousand seventeen um <laughs> and uh i've been I've been lifting a lot and I've been gaining a lot of muscle mass, but I really haven't lost a lot of fat as much as I want to, so I got to get back on the cardio, yeah, yeah. All right. Diet's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, diet's so hard. I've actually, I've i've gotten it, I've nipped it today. As of today, I've figured out what it is that made me do so good on diets before. What's that? In between the meals, I chew gum. Because my most of my hunger comes from just wanting to taste something or oh, eat yeah. something. So I chew yeah. gum, and I'm not hungry for you know, I, hours at a time. That's great. You know what I crave, though? What? I always crave salty and like salty meaty cheesy things I'm like a savory guy I'm not a sweets guy and so gum never appeals to me it does help some and I've I've used the same tactic and that's a good idea Uh, I might I might start doing that too do we need like a salty meaty cheesy gum I wish there was (laughs) somebody make that (laughs) make me bacon flavored gum oh Oh, wait that exists see that sounds gross that exists yeah see this thing like chewing something like that doesn't sound good to me I don't know just eating it (laughs) maybe I can find something I don't know I don't know Anyway, well, anyway, that's a little uh, post. That's our that's our post credit sequence for this week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're just uh, talking about our weight loss a little we're bit. We're just eating our shawarma. Yeah. Ah, oh, that needs to be the name for all of our stingers. Like, what are we going to eat our shawarma on today? <laughs> um. All right, guys. Well, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast dot com to uh, give us any feedback. You can go there. You can go to facebook.com slash mcucast. We accept iTunes reviews. We do. iTunes reviews really help us out. Get us get the podcast in more people's hands. And a lot of people are going to be looking uh, in the coming weeks for Agents of Shield podcasts. And we would love to be there, Agents of Shield podcasts. So. Uh, come hang out with us uh, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. next week and come and send us your feedback before uh, Wednesday night and we'll get to use it on the show alright everybody uh, we are the Marvels Smeaghan Podcast we'll talk to you soon Podcast Podcast